Welcome to Random Gaming Talk, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for video games. I'm your host Matthew and we do have another solo episode this week. Uh, Robert today is going to have somebody coming to sort out his uh, internet. We did actually arrange yesterday two different uh, times, one for today and one for uh, tomorrow to uh, be able to record but unfortunately Robert isn't able to make it. Uh, But I'm sure, I'm perfectly sure I will be fine with... um, another solo episode here so uh yeah you'll just have to put up with just me me again this week uh but we still have some fun stuff to talk about uh but before we get into some news let's talk about what i've been playing uh feeding in a little bit to housekeeping i've finished iron man vr um i can't remember if i'd actually said that i'd started it last week because i only started it fairly recently and i kind of marathoned my way through the game uh, I won't say too much about my opinions and whatnot here because I just did a review a few hours ago. Uh, it's only about 15 minutes long or so and it's a spoiler free one but pretty impressed overall. Really quite impressed, really quite surprised and uh, one thing I said a little bit in the review that I, I feel fine with repeating here. It's a real shame that not many people, well no one's really talking about this game at all. Like, I'm in different Facebook groups, I'm on Twitter, I'm in the gaming sphere if you will. Um... And no one's talking about this game at all. And it's it's quite uh, disappointing. It, it's one of them situations where, whether it's with a TV show, game or film, it's something you really enjoy and you feel is underrated. Uh, or not even necessarily underrated, just not really talked about very much at all. And when I look at the gaming space at the moment, it's Last of Us, Avengers, Ghost of Tsushima, or your number of online games, you know, Fortnite, Call of Duty, whatnot, etc. Um... But yeah, it's just it's just a bit disappointing that this game is really quite good. Like, I'm really surprised at how good this game is. And uh, just no one's talking about it. And I'm going to go again back to the previous problem of it being sandwiched in between Last of Us 2 and Ghost of Tsushima. I really think that was a huge problem. Uh, I mean, I just about finished Last of Us 2 by the time, I think, uh, Ghost even came out. And Iron Man was just sort of released in the middle of all of it. Because uh, even with something like Last of Us Part 2 being such a deep game that has so many things that you could, could talk about with it. And not everybody maybe brought it in the first week and some people might have bought it late. And Iron Man just kind of came out and went and then Ghost of Tsushima came out. People started talking about that. Uh, even on the press side of things or the critic if you want to call it that side of things. Um, it was like everyone's got their copy of Last of Us. Then everyone's got their copy of Ghost uh, of Tsushima. And then nobody talks about Iron Man. It's a, it's a real, real shame. But nonetheless, I've really enjoyed the game. And uh, my review is out there for it. So that's mainly what I've been playing, to be honest. Uh, I've played very little to no Call of Duty. Uh, it does actually have another install that I've got to go and do. Um, which I will be resuming um, when I finish uploading this today. Because I don't want that to be downloading and trying to upload a podcast at the same time. Because it's, you know, a 150 gigabyte or so game. Uh, I've got a good portion of it downloaded. But uh, just got to go and do that again. Um, but uh, that's most of the stuff I've been playing. Um, I haven't played too much more of Ghost of Tsushima. Like I said, I've been mainly playing Iron Man VR. Um, bit of a FIFA update. Me and my dad are in the twenty at the end of the twenty at the end of the twenty thirty one season. So the twenty thirty to thirty one season. Uh, lots of players are starting to retire. I think we've only got about four or five seasons left, and we seem to get through a season fairly quickly. 
Uh, we're doing pretty well. We're in the Champions League semi-final. We are, which we've won for seven seasons in a row, by the way. Uh, we are on the verge of winning the Premier League title. Not the real Manchester United. That's a that's a different discussion for a different day. But um, yeah, uh, on the verge of winning the league title, we're about five or six points clear with the game in hand, and we've got about six or seven league games left. We are still in the FA Cup. We've actually got Liverpool next in the FA Cup. Uh, don't remember what happened in the Carabao Cup. I think we were knocked out of that, but uh, potentially winning the treble. We'll see. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be playing some more games later. I think one of those games is going to be that Liverpool FA Cup game. But, uh, yeah, we very much intend to finish it. In fact, I was having a little, little chat with my dad yesterday about, like, okay, what do you want to do once we finish this uh, season? We might take, like, a small break. We have taken small breaks here and there uh, when we fin- when we finished, excuse me, certain seasons and things like that. Um, I kind of... I don't know, I want to try doing the same thing again, like, you know, we're swapping teams in and out of the Premier League and the Spanish League and all that. Basically, the idea is that you can put, um, let's say you take, like, Norwich, Norwich, Bournemouth, um, I don't know, some some of the smaller teams from the Premier League, from, from the season just gone, so not uh, Leeds and Fulham and West Brom, not those teams, because they're not in the, the Premier League. You can put them in there, though. Uh, you can put whichever teams you want on in the Premier League, but you've still got... 20 slots of course uh, but we're gonna I think we're gonna do the same idea I might swap around some different teams maybe put a few more German maybe Spanish teams maybe Italian teams and whatnot um so we'll see how all that goes but uh, yeah that's been that's been pretty fun as well um it's uh, yeah good bonding good uh, bonding experience and whatnot for uh, for me and my dad and stuff and um it's great when we win things as well so um that's uh it's certainly something I do cherish and I, I do recognize I am lucky to to have that with my dad as well, because um, some people don't have one or both of their parents. Uh, some people have had, you know, some people have had different uh, experiences with uh, with parents and stuff. So it's certainly something I cherish and I definitely look forward to. Um, it's not just like oh, I'm sticking on, you know, playing FIFA with dad or whatever. Uh, it's certainly something that um, is uh, means something to me. So that's uh, that's good as well. So just to show you that I'm. You know, grateful for actually having that chance to do things with my dad because not not everybody unfortunately gets to and that's uh, that's a bit sad but um anyway it's been good to to do that what's the other thing i've been playing that's pretty much it uh, i did uninstall full guys not because i have a lack of interest but ju- i just thought like okay iron man vr is going to be really short it was a little bit longer than what i thought it would be but i just kind of marathoned through that and uh, can also give my eyes a bit of a, a little bit of a rest now not not that i strained myself or whatever but uh, i did have some long vr sessions uh, but it was all good fun anyway but uh, nonetheless you can check out my iron man vr review on the website it's available to listen to right now but please finish this podcast as well that'll be really great uh, speaking of reviews and things it's been a very busy day so let's get into some housekeeping Hey guys, what's up? This is Donnie, and I host the Adulting with Donnie podcast. And this is not the show to listen to if you're trying to be a better adult. I started this podcast as a way to offload some thoughts uh, that I have throughout the week. My topics vary widely every week. Movies I've seen, guns and gun control, sex, people that are stupid, why I don't care about celebrity opinions, TV shows, snowmobiling. The list goes on and on. I'm always taking topic suggestions from fans of the show, too. So join me each week on Adulting with Donnie as I pour some bourbon and allow you to see the inner workings of the mind of a madman. Live free and rant hard.
I'm Christy. And I'm Jackie. And we are Killer Fun. We explore the intersection of crime and entertainment every other week. For as long as people have been communicating, they have been talking about who did what to whom, and is that socially acceptable? Because the boundaries of society, crime, and entertainment have always gone hand in hand. The more salacious, the weird, the better. From books and movies, to television shows and games, we look at how life and art imitate and inform one another. And we can't get together and not laugh. So let's face it. There's going to be laughing. (laughs) Killer Fun is available anywhere you listen to podcasts. So join us. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and it will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past and get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier that gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, what have we got here on Entertainment Talk? Lots of things come out today. By the way, uh, the neighbours are doing something next door. They're building and soaring and uh, hammering and all sorts of things. I've closed the window. It's not too hot today, so it's uh, fine for me to do that. Um, but just in case you can hear some sort of banging or whatever, that's uh, that's what that is. But uh, anyway, what have we got here? Uh, season 2 review for Hannah, giving it a don't skip rating. That's a spoiler-free review. You can check that out. That's an Amazon Prime original, so go and have a look out for that. Uh, Iron Man VR review, that's also spoiler-free as well, giving that a don't skip rating. I think both of those things are very, very good. Uh, did a podcast on 911, the um, Fox television show. It's also available on Sky Witness here in the UK. In my opinion, TV's most underrated show currently. Uh, so I took an opportunity to again spoiler free talk about that and uh, just the different qualities the show's got, why it's so great, what it does so well, um, the little that it does very wrong as well, which is very, very little. It doesn't do a lot wrong um, and just kind of talked about that. So not really a review of the show necessarily, but uh, more just I just wanted to talk about it. So I did. And we called Entertainment Talk, that's what we do. So, <laughs> uh, talked about that as well, you can go and listen to that. Uh, Actor and Actress Spotlight Episode 7. This is the final piece of the Jim Carrey uh, coverage. Of course, I'll podcast on other films like Sonic 2 or whatever uh, in the future and any other films that he maybe does that I take interest in. But uh, 10 films that I've covered this season for Classic Review Season 4, the Jim Carrey season. Then there's the season rankings and then uh, the week after that, which is this week, the actor and actress spotlight. This is just an opportunity for me to take a look at Jim's career, uh, past the 10 films and look at some of his personal life and how things have kind of changed for him, which they very much have. 
um, and kind of just uh, give one kind of uh, final send-off podcast, if you will. And I thought it would fit quite well to do an actor and actress spotlight on him. So you can have a look out for that. Um, all we know about FIFA 21, this is a guest um, guest article from Ramesh. He uh, wrote, he sent me an email and said he wanted to write about FIFA 21. I said, that's that's cool. Uh, he sent me that. I uh, put it together for the website for him. Well, he sent it to me and I edited it's for the uh, website that's a written article by the way so uh don't expect to press play on the podcast or to see that in your podcast feed because that's a uh, written article very very good stuff from him he did say he's going to potentially send me something next month in september as well so have a look out for that um don't skip review for the lighthouse spoiler free as well this is the 2019 horror thriller-esque kind of film i suppose you can say it's starring robert pattinson and uh, william defoe good timing with that as well because robert pattinson is in the new uh, batman trailer because he's going to be the batman in the batman next year for the matt reeves film so uh, i took a look i took a look at the lighthouse if you want to watch that in the uk it's available to rent for two pounds on amazon prime you can do like a rental thing on there that might have changed it might be more expensive it might not be on there but last time i checked a few days ago when i did the review it was on there so have a look out for that uh gaming talk last week uh did the solo episode of course talked about call of duty black ops cold war and my very much lack of interest uh fifa 21 and some stuff involving that and uh, some stuff involving The Last of Us Part 2, some sales numbers as well that have come out for that. So, yeah, that's pretty much everything on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. Let's get into some news. Alright, so speaking of Robert Pattinson, we did have, of course, the DC Fandom event this week. Uh, me and David, by the way, I'm, I'm on this week's Geek Town Radio, which is already available for you to listen to. If you go to geektown.co.uk or search for Geek Town on your favourite uh, podcast platform, you should be able to find this week's Geek Town Radio. Uh, we talked a bunch, it's an hour and 40 minutes, uh, this week's Geek Town, uh, and we talked a bunch about everything involving uh, DC Fandom. But I wanted to touch on the gaming stuff uh, specifically here. Gotham Knights was finally revealed from uh, Warner Brothers Montreal. Um, it's a Batman game that at the moment doesn't have Batman in it because he's, yes, let's use some air quotes, dead. We know how comic books work. Uh, so, of course, he's probably alive. He's probably involved with the Court of Owls in some way, shape, or form. The Court of Owls have been confirmed for the game. They are literally in the trailer. Uh, and there's some things going on with them. But the main uh, gameplay thing you'll have here is um, Robin... Nightwing, Red Hood, and uh, Batgirl available to to players. So those are pretty cool. I'm going to be mainly playing as Batgirl. And of course that does also depend on. Is there going to be certain missions where I have to play as Nightwing. For story reasons or Red Hood or Robin or whoever for different reasons. My guess is probably that. Okay they've, they've been left to um, look after Gotham basically. Because Bruce Wayne is again air quotes dead. Um, I'm doing the air quotes but you can't see because this is an audio podcast but never mind um, so he's dead in quotes uh, I guess he'll probably show up later uh, they're going to look after Gotham I would guess for around half the game again this is very early predictions uh, this is going to be out at some point later uh, I believe there was a 2021 date attached to this and then Suicide Squad was 2022 
if I remember correctly. So they've still got a long time to sort of figure out everything that they're doing here. Um, but yeah, it looks like they're going to be looking after Gotham while Bruce is, let's just say, gone. Because he's not really going to be dead, is he? Um, my guess would be that at some point in the story, you get the reveal that Bruce is alive, returns as Batman, you probably play as him in the later section of the game. This is just me guessing. I don't know this, but uh, just... just uh, judged and based off the off the trailer that we've seen uh, that looks like it could be the case and obviously he's probably hunting down the court of owls in some way shape or form uh, and we'll see how all that plays out gameplay wise this looks really quite quite good and the good thing about this is unlike the avengers this isn't out next month this is out next year and they have a lot of time to improve this game that already looks quite good does it look phenomenal like did it completely blow me away not really it looks very, very good though. It looks in a stage where, okay, it, it it should look around this good considering, okay, it's got around about a year of development left, depending on when exactly it's released in 2021. But at the moment, gameplay fluidity, animations, um, not making it look, you know, generic. It looks interesting. Um, it doesn't look boring. It looks, it looks quite fun. This is, this is around about what I'd expect this game to maybe look at this particular point and like I said they've got a year to make things look even better and the Avengers game hasn't so uh it hasn't gone gold by the way the Avengers game from from what I've heard there is a uh launch trailer out there and uh the Avengers game is also going to take up 90 gigabytes of your hard drive but not my hard drive but anyway um <laughs> but uh yeah Gotham Knights from Warner Brothers Montreal was finally finally being revealed after I don't even know how long they teased it for. I can think back to September last year, which was around about a year ago, when they were tweeting out Court of Owls images and all this other sort of stuff. So, so um, yeah, probably teased it for for a lot longer than what they should have. But, hey, it's been revealed now. We know what it is. We know what it looks like. Uh, they showed off some Mr. Freeze uh, gameplay stuff, look, which looked pretty good. Uh, Mr. Freeze is kind of an interesting villain. Not one of my absolute favorite batman villains but he's he's pretty good i suppose uh so they showed that as well but yeah i think this looks good for the development stage that it's probably at so we'll see how uh things change but uh, at the moment i'm uh thinking i'm gonna mainline batgirl maybe my mind might change you know we still have a year till this game comes out so we shall see but that is gotham knight from warner brothers montreal uh, Suicide Squad from Rocksteady was revealed, of course they did do the little poster thing a couple of weeks ago and said Suicide Squad kill the Justice League. Everyone's kind of got the obvious question here, okay you've got King Shark, King Shark, the shark character, uh, Captain Boomerang, Harley Quinn and Deadshot. How are those four supposed to kill Superman? It's a good question uh, and it's one that I've very much asked as well, um, but... It, who who knows what might happen? I mean, apart from maybe Enchantress, Enchant Enchantress, uh, I think that's how you say her name from uh, the Suicide Squad film. Other than maybe her, who else in the Suicide Squad could actually take down Superman? Especially one that looks this powerful. I mean, Superman in general is you know a god anyway. So yeah, I I mean I had questions pretty much from the start when it was revealed Suicide Squad kill the Justice League. I mean, if it was the other way around, you'd only need Superman because that rooftop scene at the end, um, he could easily just laser all four of them to death or just, I don't know, fly over to one of them, break the neck. It, it, it could be so easy for Superman to kill them at that point. So 
I just don't quite get how that's going to work. But this is a 2022 game. So it's got even longer of development left. Uh, we didn't see... Um, uh, what was it? We didn't see, you know, any gameplay stuff. We just kind of saw a reveal trailer here. But um, we'll see how this this works out, I suppose. So, um, and like, I can't judge the gameplay because we literally didn't see any. But I think it's an interesting, certainly an interesting different course for uh, Rocksteady to take. Still within DC, uh, this is going to be con- uh, continuity-wise uh, continued from uh, the Arkham series. Gotham Knights isn't going to be doing that, uh, which makes sense because Rocksteady, you know, did do the majority of the Arkham games and Warner Brothers Montreal did the, did the prequel and stuff. But, um, yeah, be interesting to see. Uh, it's interesting as well because if, if this is going to have continuity from uh, the Arkham series, which they've said that it is going to, and you've got Batman who's in the Justice League. I wonder how that might uh, connect story-wise to uh, Batman Arkham Knight. Considering the ending of the game and whatnot. Um, we shall see. But I, I think this, this is potentially an interesting, fresh, different way for Rocksteady to approach things. Yes, everybody wanted a Justice League game or a, or a Superman game. I mean, those are going to be in this game seemingly. But you just won't be able to play as them. Uh, but we'll see how it all uh, works out. Uh, something I wanted to add to the rumour mill, because I only saw this coming from one particular source and didn't see it announced per se, so I want to put it in the rumour mill here. Uh, Sony apparently now owns a Sunset Overdrive, which is... The, the reason I put this in here is this would kind of make actual sense, because you know, when I do the, the rumour mill little section that we have, I don't just put random nonsense in there, um, like, I don't know... Microsoft's gonna buy Sony and Nintendo or something crazy like that. Uh, th- this seems like something that feels fairly realistic. And since you know, Insomniac Games was purchased by uh, Sony and they now own them, it would kind of make sense. There were some questions about that at the time. Okay, do they own them? Could you see Sunset Overdrive remastered or ported for for PS4 or I guess PS5 eventually, uh, or maybe both? I don't know. Um. It it makes sense that that would be the case. I haven't seen this completely confirmed. Um, but uh, yeah, you could potentially... I mean, Microsoft has been very, very fluid with their games anyway. I mean, you've had Cuphead that's ended up recently on uh, on PS4. You had Ori. That I think both of the Ori games are going to be on Switch, or at least the first one is. Uh, Cuphead is on Switch. You know, Minecraft is on every platform um, and that sort of thing. So Microsoft has been pretty loose with like okay we'll just let our games be pretty much on most platforms uh which i don't really think is a it's a good idea for consumers but it doesn't sound like a great idea for them business wise but it must be working out i suppose um but yeah we'll see what comes out from this i mean insomniac insomniac are pretty busy at the moment they've probably got spider-man 2 in development spider-man miles Morales in development uh they've been tweeting a lot of Killzone stuff out and all that and of course you've got ratchet and clank rift apart i think it's called uh, in development as well. So they're, they're pretty busy at the moment. So in terms of seeing. Uh, I mean it doesn't have to necessarily be. If Sony owns it. Maybe they could give it to. I don't know. Bluepoint possibly. Once they're done with uh, Demon Souls. Maybe they could give it to Bluepoint. And they could remaster it. It doesn't have to be remastered from uh, Insomniac. Because uh, they did the base development of the game obviously. And they did the, the original one. But we'll see. I, I think what you could potentially see here. Is uh, a bit like I've talked about before. With sort of a um, getting a taste for what the audience wants here, which is remaster the or port the you know Sunset Overdrive is not that old. It was what 2015, 2016 or something. It's it's not that old. 
Um, if you remaster or port that to PS5, you gain some interest. And then once Insomniac's done with the 5,000 games they've got to make, I'm only kidding, of course, it's about three or four, or three at the moment that we know about. They've been tweeting about uh, about um, Killzone, but there's no Killzone thing confirmed to be in development. We pretty much know the three games Insomniac's working on. Spider-Man 2, Miles, and then Miles Morales, and then uh, Ratchet & Clank. So, yeah, give it, like... I don't know, a few more years, maybe they could come out with a yeah, Sunset Overdrive 2. But this is all speculation from me, of course. So we'll see. Um, moving on to something that I think is very, very interesting that came out this week. And is also a little bit confusing in a way. We've spoken recently in the last couple of weeks about these free next-gen upgrades for certain games. Uh, Cyberpunk's going to be doing it. FIFA's going to be doing it. Uh, what else is going to be doing it? Avengers is going to be doing it. Um... A lot, a lot of the recent games that, that have been uh, announced to be released are getting sort of free upgraded versions. Uh, if you're not familiar with that, basically if you purchase the digital version of a game on uh, PS4, you'll get the free upgrade on PS5 so that you won't have to buy the game again for PS5. And the same thing is going to work for the uh, Xbox One as well. Or sorry, Xbox One X to Series X, whatever. Uh, but Remedy confirms a, ver- a PS4... Ver- Sorry, Remedy confirms a PS5 version of Control is in the works. It wasn't part of Sony... This is from Push Square, by the way, just to reference my source here. Uh, it wasn't part of Sony's uh, PlayStation 5 games reveal event um, last night, so this tidbit of news might have gotten lost amongst all the excitement. Uh, Remedy has confirmed it will be bringing Control to PS5 with a native version, which uh, we assume will take advantage of all the ne- all the new bells and whistles the next-gen console brings. Uh, we're glad Remedy Games. This is a tweet from them. We're glad to be able to share that Control. Uh, yeah, Control will be coming to PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X. More details coming at a later date. Let me just check here. Uh, this is. I think I'm reading from the wrong article. Let me just continue reading this. Uh, the developer had little to say beyond confirming the project and uh, promising more details. Yeah, so this, this isn't quite the right article, but what they did say this week is you will have to buy the, I can't remember if it's premium or ultimate edition or the exact name, the, the better, ver- the upgraded, um, the special edition, I'll use that word, special edition version of Control. You'll have to buy that on PS5 in order to get your upgrade. Um, so ba- long story short, they aren't doing the uh you can't go on your ps5 let's say you've brought control um digitally or physically uh you can't go on your ps5 and do the free upgrade thing that we've talked about that we talked about that lots of different games are doing it you know i just listed a few of them a bunch ago uh you know uh, earlier sorry they aren't doing that essentially and um I remember speaking before when when we started to get more and more news about a bunch of different games that were doing this and I said it will look very very weird the first company that decides that this isn't going to be the case and Remedy is the first to do this at least from what I can think of Remedy is the first to do this with Control and it doesn't make them look good it really doesn't make them look good Uh, now 505 Games is the publisher and Remedy is the developer of course here but yeah I remember saying before about that, okay, you got Cyberpunk and Avengers and the, the, the sports games, FIFA and everything, and, and certain other games that are going to be coming out that won't be, you won't have to buy the game again on PlayStation 5 or on Xbox Series X. 
this just doesn't make Remedy look very good at all. Um, so, yeah, interesting, interesting stuff. So, yeah, I mean, me and myself, this, is, this doesn't really affect me particularly. I don't intend to go back to Control. I remember when we talked before about um, the the DLC and stuff that they've done, and they revealed this Alan Wake DLC, and I can't, I've kind of just expressed, like, Okay, if they do a Control 2, I'll jump into that. I just don't really have the enthusiasm to go back to that game. I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a great game and everything. But, I don't know. Something's just not feel, feeling very welcoming about coming back. And especially considering this news as well. So, we shall see what happens. But, uh, yes, Remedy and 5x5 Games are the first to say no to essentially a free upgrade. The next um, company to potentially do this is Activision. Now, this is more of a leaked, rumory, rumory. What sort of word is that? A rumored kind of thing. So, take this with a bit of a pinch of salt. But this has been kind of leaked. This again is from Push Square, and don't worry, this is the correct article this time. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War free PS5 upgrade might be locked behind more expensive versions, which is literally what I've just pretty much said, but for Control on PS5. Uh, more Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War details have leaked through in-game files. Uh, I'd love to know how this stuff get, gets leaked. Like, who's who's looking after this game? But anyway, uh, more Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War details have been leaked through in-game files of Call of Duty uh, Warzone. As we near the title's reveal via the Battle Royale shooter, the actual Warzone part, you know, the part that I very much dislike from Call of Duty uh, and try to avoid. Uh, Battle Royale sh- Battle Royale shooter, and they didn't make for the best of reading, according to Charlie Intel. I don't know what that actually is. There's a link here, but I'm not going to go through that at the moment. Three different editions will be made available by Activision, and if the description of each are anything to go by, you won't be able to upgrade um, the base version of Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War for free, because we're assuming this is going to be a PS4, PS5, Xbox One X Series X game, and well, it won't be on Switch, will it? And PC, probably, as well. Uh, so you won't be able to... Yeah, anything to go by, you won't be able to upgrade the base version of Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War for free. So not a good sign. We wouldn't take this as confirmation until the publisher has put out its reveal, which is why I've put this in kind of rumour sort of uh, territory. Um, and the listings are live on the PlayStation Store. I'm assuming you can go and, like, have a look at it or whatever. But the data does seem to strongly suggest that you'll need to spend extra cash if you want to get your hands on that elusive PlayStation 5 upgrade for free. A specific cross-gen version will be made available alongside the usual Ultimate Edition and both of these make note of an upgrade to PS5 when the option becomes available. However, the base version of the game does not make any mention of that, which is the important part here. Uh, The pricing details of these editions... um, haven't leaked yet so the actual price of these special editions the three different ones or whatever uh, but you have to assume that the base version will be the cheapest of the lot uh, if this is proven to be true activision will join 505 games in becoming yet another company to build lines of how to become how to sorry 505 game if this is proven to be true i can't i've spoken too much today activision will join 505 games in becoming yet another company to blur the lines on how a free ps5 upgrade should be done uh how do you react to this what do you think let us know all that sort of stuff so that is from push square so yeah congratulations 505 and activision you might potentially really screw up what you're doing i mean let's not let's be honest here 
Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War is going to sell very, very well. Um, Control's already been out. It's it's available. It's done. You know, it's made its sales. Whether or not it will make new sales on the PlayStation 5 with the Ultimate Edition, we'll have to wait and see. But most people, I'm guessing, will probably... First of all, some gamers might not know that this is even a thing, and they might just go, oh, I'll buy Call of Duty again, or they'll sell their PS4 version, and then they'll jump to PS5, and, um, you know, just buy the, the game again, essentially, on uh, on PS5. But this doesn't make these two companies look good, and look, I'm a Call of Duty gamer, I don't intend to get Black Ops Cold War, because I'm just not interested in that version of Call of Duty, I very much prefer the Modern Warfare boots on the ground type of type of shooting it was literally what got me back into this franchise after several years of being away properly at least uh, you know I, I tried some of the um, post-modern warfare games I, I, I've tried most of the modern warfare games sorry most of the Call of Duty games but not many not many in recent years I've actually stuck to it wasn't until they rebooted modern warfare and went back to that and, and did that that I actually jumped back in because you know all the jetpack stuff and whatnot was just was just not ready for me um, so this won't particularly affect me personally, because I don't have any plans to get this game. If I was going to, I mean, I have the plan to get a PlayStation 5 nonetheless. So, if, let, let's say hypothetically, right, I get a PlayStation 5, I'd probably just buy the stand. Now that I know that this is a thing, I'll probably just get the, I probably would just get the standard edition on PlayStation 5 anyway. Which would avoid all those problems, but... I th- I think the only way you as a consumer can kind of get around this, obviously if you buy a digital version of this game, you're a little bit screwed because you will need to buy a new version um, for PlayStation 5. But I guess the other way to get around it, if you buy the physical version for PS4 and then your friends or whatever jump to PS5 and you want to kind of join them or you want to mainly start gaming on your PS5, um, my recommendation would be that you sell your physical PS4 version and then buy a, a p- physical PS5 version. I don't know. Um, but like I said, that isn't particularly going to be a problem for me, necessarily. So, yeah, well done, 505 and Activision. Um, I mean, I I do get... I've not spoken about this specifically before. I do get nervous about Activision. You know, they hold the IP for one of the games I hold dearest, Crash Bandicoot. And also a franchise I've recently taken interest in again, Call of Duty. Uh, so I do worry a little bit about that. But so far, what they've handled with Crash Bandicoot 4 has been been great. So, um, yeah, we'll see how things work out with all of this. Uh, last piece of news I've got, and then we'll move on to support to a bunch of emails. Um, we got our PS Plus games for September 2020. PUBG, so, uh, player, um, oh my god, I've forgotten the name of the game. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, so yeah. Uh, I, I, do, do you know what it is? We haven't, when was the last time we talked about PUBG on this podcast or had a piece of news i mean i've literally almost just forgotten the name of the full game uh play on player unknowns battlegrounds of course um yeah the game's gone very very quiet fortnite's getting an update call of duty's been well doing constant updates trust me i know about that um destiny's been doing some stuff they're gonna have i think an expansion later on in the year pubg's just been very very quiet but i guess it's gonna get a bit of a resurgence in audience uh here on on playstation uh with being part of ps plus me and myself I've got no interest. I played PUBG. Um, I think it was on Game Pass, and I I did the Game Pass Ultimate thing or something like that. I think that I did, or maybe it was a free weekend. Maybe I don't really think the game's very good. Uh, to be to be totally honest, 
Um, so I just I played a couple of matches of it. I knew that I didn't have any interest to continue. I uninstalled the game and kind of moved on. Um, so it's not going to be a game I'm jumping going to jump back into particularly. But uh, if you've been interested and you've got PlayStation Plus, this is going to be a good one for you, I suppose. So we'll see. Uh, the other game is Street Fighter Five. Um, I might take a dip into it. I don't know. I'm not saying I'll complete the story missions or whatever, or or do any of that sort of stuff. But we'll see. Uh, Street Fighter Five. Obviously, Street Fighter has been going on for quite some time. Uh, I'm not exactly sure how many years or decades or whatever, but uh, one of the longest um, living video game franchises alongside obviously Tekken as well, one of its biggest competitors. Uh, so yeah, if you want to jump back into either of these two, those are going to be your PS Plus games for um, September 2020. Again, I think two very good choices, and I'll go back to what I said a couple of weeks ago. I think that Sony's putting, they are putting a lot of interest into PlayStation now as well, because they've been adding a few games to it. But Microsoft, with Games of Gold, is really just not doing much. Uh, they're putting a lot of emphasis into their Game Pass, and that's pretty much melding together with Game Pass Ultimate anyway, uh, if you want your Gold and your Game Pass. But, yeah, I definitely think that Sony's putting... They're doing some better deals, certainly, for uh, for PS Plus. And um, I can't think of the last time we had a bad or an average month of uh, PS Plus. So they're they're doing some good stuff. It would just be... As, as somebody who owns a VR system and knows that there's still games I haven't played, I'd really love them to at least just give me one VR game a month. That would be really quite helpful. So already quite nice. They've they've done it now and again, you know, with um, oh what was it called? That shooting game. I downloaded it and play it. I can't think of what it's called. Uh, not Zero Dark Thirty. That's the name of that film. Um. I can't think of what it's called, but the first person VR shooting game that, that they added, that was a bonus game, and then they just sort of stopped doing it. They did Wipeout VR as well. Um, I don't remember actually grabbing that, but um, yeah, that was another option as well. So that's all the news and stuff that we got for this week. Uh, so let's move on to some emails. If you have any thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, or maybe some concerns about video games, maybe you're looking to get Call of Duty Cold War Black Ops, Black Ops Cold War, whatever. Uh, and you're concerned about that, or just anything related to video games or entertainment talk, Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org, Twitter, eTalk, UK, that's contact page and information in your show notes. Lawrence starts off with an interesting one. Uh, what's your thoughts on the Naughty Dog rumours that 70% of the staff quit and that Neil Druckmann is toxic to work with? I think this is another example, again, of... People not liking the choices that were made in Last of Us Part 2. I'm not going to spoil what those are here. If you want to hear my full thoughts on Last of Us Part 2, I, of course, did the review a few months ago. Or last month. No, June was two months ago, wasn't it? Bloody hell, we're, we're marching through the year. Uh, or speeding through the year. Because June, July, August, year almost in September. A few months already. Gosh, I think about the amount of time I waited for that game. And how it's been like two or three months. So, uh, anyway. Um, I think this is... At the moment, now I'm not saying that like, okay, if 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 people have been like, you know, abused at Naughty Dog or whatever, I'm not saying that they're lying, but there doesn't seem to be evidence at the moment of any of this actually being true. And here's a question I have related to the staff quit. Was this a gradual thing? Did this happen in one go? Was it like a staff strike kind of thing? Um, was it because of uh, apparently what Neil Druckmann's like, which I've heard the opposite about him. Uh, and I can only I can only speak to what I've heard, can't I? I've not heard from anyone particularly that like uh, Neil Druckmann's really awful to work with. 
Uh, I've not heard that about the environment of Naughty Dog. Sure, there's you know game crunch and things like that. That's unfortunately kind of becoming a normal part of video games. It shouldn't really, but it it kind of is. And there's not much we can particularly do about it. But um, yeah, going back to the seventy percent thing, was this a gradual thing? Was it like ten percent, ten percent, ten percent, fifteen? I I I don't know because if Last of Us Part Two is in development and seventy percent of the staff just up and left. How did the game get finished? How did it go gold? How did it get released? And how did it get released in the quality that it did? Because surely, if you're in the middle of... Well, not even in the middle. Even if you're at the end, like the pre-going gold sort of stage. And your staff quit. Like, if 70% of your staff up and leave. Or if it's a gradual thing over a couple of weeks or a couple of months. I don't know. Obviously, this game was in development for a very long time. Surely, if that happens in too much of a quick space, then Last of Us 2 would have, what, been cancelled, probably? Naughty Dog would have, well, if you've only got 30% of your staff left, uh, would Naughty Dog have even survived? I, I, I don't know. Um, it's, uh, that's an interesting one, because, obviously, like, you know, Lawrence hasn't provided, uh, information on... Okay, was it 70% at once? Was it 5 and then 10 and then 15 and then 20? I, I, I don't know. Um, I've heard similar things about it, but I didn't feel it was worth talking about just because it just felt like sort of rumours. It it just felt to me like, you know, certain people that played the game didn't enjoy what they did in the story. That's perfectly fine. If you don't know what they did in the story, you don't agree with character choices or whatever, or you didn't like the game, that's up to you to feel that way. That's your opinion. That's totally fine. Um, I just think it was people trying to add fuel to the fire and making things up. And look, there, there's rumours out there. I'm not saying these people are lying. I'm not saying that, you know, if there is a toxic work culture at Naughty Dog, that that's a lie. I'm not saying that, that any of that's untrue. We might hear, who who knows, maybe in two years' time or a year's time, people are feel, feel free in, uh, you know, the Naughty Dog workspace to, to start coming out and saying, like, okay, Neil was this, Neil was that, this was bad, that was bad, I quit, etc., um, we we haven't heard about any of that particularly, so I don't know. It's uh, as far as I can see, everything's well and good at Naughty Dog. Um, sure, there's probably you know it's not this. I I'm not saying it's probably a perfect place to work work for, but it certainly seems like a nice place to work for. Um, at least just from what I've heard, you know, some people might have heard some stuff and are potentially laughing at me right now, but um. I can only go off of what I've actually heard, can't I? So, rumours are rumours, not all of them are true. I don't know, but that's that's my thoughts on that. Geralt, or Gerald, Gerald, sorry if I'm pronouncing it incorrectly. Uh, what do you think the future holds for Bethesda? I have heard that Fallout 76 is uh, the best it's been recently. Let me ask you this. Fallout 76 is, at least in my lifetime, one of the worst... I mean, we've just talked about development cycles and workspaces. One of the worst um, development cycles, I've especially especially post game. I mean, you know, mistake after mistake after mistake, um, and even in their merchandising department and with their customer service and what they did there, and then just trying to fix the game over and over and over and over again, and it just becoming more and more broken. And hackers broke the game and everything, so. Sure, I, I I've never touched Fallout seventy six. I'm never going to. Um, it might I've I did hear good stuff about the Wastelanders update, but let me ask you this: 
we look at the when I look at the quality of AAA video games, and people know I'm very tempted to say Last of Us Part Two is a great example, but I'm 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 I'll 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 save that for now, okay? Because I know people are maybe getting a bit tired of me saying that. I do still very much agree uh, think that way. It's one of the best games I've I've ever played, and one of the best that that's been released and whatever. Fallout 76 at its best. How good actually is that? As compared to some of the grand examples of video games out there, you know, you think of Red Dead Redemption 2, God of War, Spider-Man, uh, you know, Last of Us Part 2, um, what was the other one I was going to mention, Red Dead Redemption, Witcher 3, some of these actual big, like, worthy game of the, game of the year contenders, Fallout 76 was, is, is never going to get an award for anything, um, so, you know, if people are playing Fallout 76 still and they're enjoying it and the Wastelanders update is great, I'm very happy for you. I really am because you've paid for a product and it should be as best as it possibly can. That's that's just the truth, isn't it? Um, I did a whole episode, I think, was it last year, about let's stop accepting battery play video games because we should. Because we know that developers can and have and should do better. Um... And because they can do better, because we've seen examples of incredible video games, and everyone should strive to do the best they can. I understand that not every um, developer and studio has got as not as much uh, money, sorry, as other studios. But still, you should try the best you can. And I think it's very fair to say that Bethesda didn't with Fallout 76. So going back to his question, what do you think the future holds for Bethesda? I think they need to... Well, they've gone very, very quiet, which I think they needed to do. They've put this Wastelanders update out there. Just leave Fallout 76 the hell alone. Because clearly, every time you touch it, it just breaks and falls apart. Um, And given that you've got the game in a, let's say, decent state. If you go back in there, are you going to ruin something else? So just just leave Fallout 76 alone. Apparently, it's alright, good, playable, whatever, whatever the phrase is. Um, leave that alone. Get back to like, okay, what are you doing with um, the the new El- is it Elder Scrolls Six? I can't remember which one it's supposed to be. Elder Scrolls Starfield. If you mess those two up, you're really going to be in some trouble because Wolfenstein wasn't great. The Wolfenstein VR game wasn't great. Doom was was good, but that was from um, what's the developer's name from that? Is it ID from Software? I don't think it's those two. Uh, that's not developed. By um, uh, Bethesda, that's just published by them. Um, yeah, you know, you, you did some good stuff with Doom that kind of renewed a little bit of faith in Bethesda. But when you visit Elder Scrolls next, when you visit uh, Starfield next, when you visit, go back to um, uh, I almost said Cyberpunk, um, Wolfenstein. When you go back to those games, you, you've got you've got to do better. Uh, I'm still pretty disappointed at how Wolfenstein turned out. Um, because the game before that was pretty good. They set up, you know, these these uh, twin daughters or whatever, uh, for the main character to have, and you're looking for him, and it, it sounded like an interesting premise, but clearly it didn't pay off very well. So, I think they just need to get their heads down, be quiet for a while, which they have actually done. Leave Fallout 76 the hell alone. But I'd probably don't ever touch that game again if it's in a decent state now, uh, or a playable or whatever state it's in. Leave it the hell alone and just fo- just focus on your future. And yeah, just just I don't know. That's what they maybe need to do. Nina says. Uh, so going to next email. Nina says, why have neither you or Robert spoken about the fallout of Ubisoft with all the allegations? Not having a moan. Just want your thoughts. Uh, we sort of touched upon it a little bit. 
a few weeks ago. Um, we must have been talking about something. I think we were talking about the Ubisoft Forward event, maybe. That was the most recent example, I think, wasn't it? We were talking about some of the Assassin's Creed stuff. I just don't have any particular thoughts on it. Um, like, you know, it's unfortunate what's going to happen. And the director of the game was, was, was fired and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, I mean... As I kind of said a little bit recently, Ubisoft is starting to fall a little bit into that category for me of a studio that's it's just not quite doing what it used to do with its games and is heading towards that Bethesda kind of route. Um, but in terms of like the sexual misconduct allega- conduct allegations and whatnot, I hope everybody's well. I wish everybody well at the company and hope that those that have been done wrong are uh, getting better and are getting the uh, treatment they deserve and things like that you know that they're getting the help that they need or whatever the situation may be this wasn't us ignoring it we just i don't know it happened and just we just didn't really talk about it too much i guess so uh but it's up to ubisoft to figure it out and um we'll see how things go uh we'll see how things go as well in terms of assassin's creed valhalla because the director of the game is no longer there um, so that's going to be quite interesting. So, yeah, it wasn't us ignoring the situation. We just didn't have any particular thoughts on it. And when you go to talk about something on a podcast, you need to have some thoughts on it to actually talk about it. And we just didn't particularly have any. So, but, uh, we wish everybody well that was, uh, affected by the, uh, the situation. So, um, that's, that's, again, that's all my thoughts I really have on it particularly. Um, last question and last part of the podcast, Kira. What could Call of Duty Modern Warfare do to be better? Oh, I could do a whole podcast on this. Uh, reduce the game file size. Let me on install Warzone. Add more to the game. Add more killstreaks. Add more perks. Add more maps. Add more weapons. Which, maps and weapons, they've been doing okay with. But there's still a lot of classic maps that you could add. Add some more equipment. Add some more... Um, uh, what are they called? When you hold L1 and R1. I should remember what it's called. I've played the game for, for se- several hours. Um... You've got the equipment and then you've got... Why can't I think of it? Well, you've got like Dead Silence and things like that. Um, again, I've talked too much today. I'm, I'm uh, forgetting things. Uh, just add more to the game. Let me take away Warzone. Please, God, just just let me go into settings and just untick Warzone. Bloody hell. I mean, sure, it's tied into my rank and my profile and my progress, but it's not essential to multiplayer. It's really not. It's It's a separate game mode. So just just let me untick it because I can guarantee you, uh, I've I've jokingly moaned about like okay oh I've got to install the game again and update the game again. But from what I hear about the game's file size and what I know about the game's file size, almost half of it is Warzone. All that sort of day and a half that I wait for, um, you know, for the game to download, and not always a day and a half. That's a little bit of an exa- exaggeration, but uh, all that time I wait for the game to download. It would probably be cut in half, wouldn't it? If I could uninstall Warzone. That, that's that's my biggest problem with the game at the moment. It just frustrates me so much. You let me uninstall Spec Ops. That has nothing to do with multiplayer. You can let me uninstall... Actually, you can't... Un- you can't, um... Excuse me, you can't uninstall the campaign. Just let me just download a multiplayer-only version of the game. You know? You, you, you can... There's a version of the game you can download for free that's just Warzone. So why can't I, if I paid for the game... Why can't I just download a multiplayer version... I don't know. It is what it is. But uh, anyway. 
that concludes today's episode. Hopefully, Robert will be back next week with us. We'll see how his internet and stuff goes. Uh, like I said, we do we did arrange a particular time to record. It was going to be later tonight, but uh, unfortunately, this didn't happen. But uh, hopefully, you enjoyed listening to me. I mean. If you're listening to Entertainment Talk, you pretty much always hear me. So, uh, that is that. But, um, yeah, I've enjoyed doing this show. It's been pretty fun. And uh, we'll see. Uh, I think Gamescon is supposed to be tomorrow, isn't it? So, we'll see how that goes. Uh, speaking of tomorrow, by the way, I'm going to be watching uh, Returning to the Cinema. Hopefully, it's safe. Hopefully, everything works out. Um, going to be planning, at least, on Returning to the Cinema tomorrow to watch uh, Tenet. Tenet? It's not Tenet, is it? It's Tenet. Uh, T-E-N-E-T. Uh, Tenet, the new Christopher Nolan film. So I am looking forward to, to, to that. Not just looking forward to seeing the film. Looking forward to going back to the uh, cinematic experience, which should be pretty good. So uh, we'll see how all that works out. But in the meantime, you can find sorry, everything that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org. Clearly I need uh, to stop talking today. <laughs> uh, but you can find everything that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org. If you want to support the podcast and entertainment talk, you're very much welcome to do so. It's available. Uh, yeah. Uh, you can uh, find us on Patreon, sorry. Uh, if you want to support the podcast and entertainment talk, Patreon, you can check out the $1 and $3 level tiers for a review, ad-free podcast, and instant podcast options. Amazon affiliate link, if you're buying stuff from Amazon, we can get a small cut of what you spend. It won't cost you extra. iTunes feeds, please rate, review, subscribe to those. Just search for entertainment talk on iTunes or your favourite podcast platform. And get get yourself subscribed. Uh, David's also on iTunes as well through Geek Town. You can rate, re- rate, review, subscribe to Geek Town. If you want to hear my thoughts on the Batman trailer and all, all the other film trailers and stuff for uh, from DC fandom, I'm on this week's episode. Like I said, geektown.co.uk, Geek Town Radio on iTunes and podcast services. Go and have a look. Bex is still streaming daily on Twitch. Uh, Trista Bites, Trista. B-Y-T-E-S. Go and have a look out for her stuff. Some really good stuff going on over there. Barry's on Talk and Stalk for horror podcasts. Have a look out for his stuff on there. That's on YouTube. Search for uh, Talk and Stalk on YouTube. Get yourself subscribed for all your horror discussion and whatnot. So there's that as well. Um, what else is there? Word of mouth. You can simply tell people that you know about the website and your iTunes feed. Social media, Facebook and Twitter. And if you can, in different Facebook groups. Let's Play Sundays is returning soon. So have a look out for that as well thank you all very much for listening i'm going to go and rest my voice until tomorrow for the tenant review until then i'll see you next time thanks for listening goodbye